Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. And today we are joined by Brian Andrews. He's our guest for tomorrow's show, so we thought we'd bring him on to Missing Out Mondays. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. What are you into? What am I into? Well, I just got back from Ireland last week. And so it's, you know, very immersive experience traveling by yourself. You get to pull in uh, the art, the scenery, the, the music, and take suggestions from people. One of them that I, I, I received from a gentleman named Tom at his cottage that I stayed at. He said, you should check out the Water Boys. They're this Irish folk band, Irish-British folk band from the 80s. And they did some recording out in the deep fields and got some really experimental stuff or more progressive stuff on this one album. You should check it out. It's called This Is The Sea. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, I looked into the Water Boys, and yeah, there's a lot of traditional sounding Irish music on there, but then this specific song that I'm really into is called This Is The Sea, and it's uh, from 1985. And it's just such a beautiful, energetic song uh, that basically is like on to the next thing life is moving on and progressing and it's six and a half minutes long it builds it builds it builds uh i do believe there's a 12 string guitar just laying it down through the whole thing and it's it becomes one of those songs where it's just like a wave of sound so either whether you're laying in bed with your headphones on listening to this thing and the guy you know screaming at you and and whooping and hollering uh or you're running to it i feel like it's a it's a song worth finding and finding about six minutes of your life to give it and uh take it in because there's a lot to it nice okay yeah um so that what was the name of the band the water boys water boys and no uh correlation to the adam sandler film or anything like that Deep correlation to the Adam Sandler film. I'm back in. All right. <laughs> Perfect. You know how to sell to me. Mm-hmm. Quite right. Yeah. Um, all right. Nice. Um, guys, what I'm into this week, uh, I recently got into, well, I, a long time ago, started watching this anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I watched the original 80s anime, um, which was based off the third series in the manga. And then I watched the most recent version that started in 2011. Um, First season is okay. Second season is amazing. Third season is bad. Fourth season, I started and like they had realized, I think they realized that the third season was bad. And so they um, kind of went back to back to basics. Um, and so I started the fourth season up again and it was great. It revitalized my love for the show. Um, it reminded me how brutal the show can be in that um, the thing that made the third season bad um, was that everyone like in seasons one and two, no one was safe. Everyone was expendable. Um, their characters you meet, uh, like protagonists that you meet in the, and in the same episode, they immediately die, and it's sad. Um, and so, in the fourth season, they kind of bring you back to to that feeling of um, you you have all these whimsical characters, but you know not to get super attached to them. In that, uh, one of the characters who he starts out 
really adorable. Then he becomes mean. And then he just becomes a fun background character. And then he has a tragic death. And you're like, oh, I forgot how, how like sad and brutal the show can be when it comes to eliminating characters. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm, I'm back in love with it, guys. Me and me and the show are going to get married. Yay. Um, I'm glad you worked it out. <laughs> thank you. I'm it, glad was, that... it was a rough patch. Yeah. And well, I'm glad the show was able to rebound and just, you know, have that bad season because, uh, you know, there's a lot of shows that don't get that chance to, to come back and prove themselves and, and turn around. So yeah, it's exciting. Exactly. Um, what about you, Lex? What are you into? All right, so this week has been a fairly slow week for me in terms of consuming content. Uh, and every time I tried, my brain kept getting pulled every which way, but most frequently in the direction of all this sweet, sweet Marvel stuff that's happening in, in our spheres at the moment. We're, uh, we're watching Captain Marvel approach the $1 billion line globally, which is really exciting. Um, we got a new trailer for Avengers Endgame, which I want to put on my tinfoil hat for a second and and conspiracy theorize about. Oh, that's fun. But also, of course, uh, the news that James Gunn was rehired to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which just fills my heart with so many nice, nice feelings. Um, <laughs> but obviously, uh, if, you're a, if you're a person, based on the numbers, you saw the, the Avengers trailer at least five times by now. Um, I want to, I wanna, in a world where they barely have to sell this thing, and this trailer is largely comprised of footage from Phase 1 movies and uh -huh. not from the movie they're selling, they don't, they don't have to, they know that they don't have to sell this thing at all. It's like, here's a couple of shots, look, they're wearing some outfits, you know these people, you're going to show up. They know. It's incredible to watch them hold everything back and be able to hold everything back. We know almost nothing about this thing at all. At this point, so close to the release of a movie like this, uh, at least some of the entertainment press will know certain things about it, from set visits, from different things that have come out in interviews, things that will have been confirmed ahead of time. Nobody knows much of anything. For a movie this size, that's really cool. But we also know now that they are willing to actively mislead audiences with their marketing so i sit as i'm watching this trailer and i go all right which part of this is bullshit <laughs> which part of this is just a fucking dirty lie if you recall the trailer for infinity war the main trailer for infinity war ends with this battle shot that is not in the film uh you have well like cap and and black widow and black panther and like you see falcon and war machine flying and then hulk is there also and nothing like that's in the in the fucking movie and it's just there to mislead you so that you can't get out ahead of the thing right so i'm sitting there watching the trailer being like y'all fucking liars you can't <laughs> be trusted you are unreliable marketers and that's shit. true I don't think that uh, Tony Stark ever escaped a cave in a makeshift Iron Man suit. <laughs> All misdirection. Yeah. Nor do I think that Thor landed in some backwater. No, where, where was it? New, New Mexico, Mexico City? Nah. This town that seems to exist in a sea of desert. Uh -huh. Actually, I think Kenneth Branagh talked about that on maybe on the commentary. The reason he made that choice was because Asgard is in a sea of stars, and this town is in a sea of desert. And I was like, that's why you're Kenneth, and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so have you you've both seen this trailer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think it's uh, the movie's going to be 30 minutes long, and it's going to be Robert Downey Jr. waking up. So there's going to be like a, 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 a clip from the first film. He wakes up in 2006 or 2007. Like, I just had the craziest dream. And then the script to Iron Man, he finds that in his mailbox. And then we just hear the music swell. And then it says the end and then a big middle finger. And everybody throws their 
popcorn and vegetables at the screen. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he I like it was a lie. He flips through it and he's like Thanos, more like Than Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what is this comic book garbage? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to be like the highlight reel episode of a of a show that's on its back legs. It's just remember that time when we and then you dissolve to oh that part of the movie. I would love an Aven- Avengers bottle episode. <laughs> and it's everyone being like, you know what? This, the, the three million people wouldn't have gone away if uh, we had done that one thing we did that one time. <laughs> right. it's, it's just two sets. It's the spaceship set of Tony and Nebula, and it's the like boardroom looking room where the other Avengers are, and it's just them sitting in this stagnant nothing room, them sitting in this stagnant nothing cockpit, and we cut back and forth, and the only other thing we do is, hey, remember that time this happened? Like it's like, hey, you know, I like to think I'm a pretty solid person. I'd never beat the shit out of my friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you remember that time I beat the shit out of my friends? <laughs> yeah. So then you're absolutely right. Yeah, the first part of it was true because we have you know we cut into the the Iron Man one, and then what a misdirection! I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. But so, but so my my tinfoil hat theory in a world where we know that they are willing to add pieces to the trailer that are not represented in the finished film at all solely for the purpose of misdirection my thought is at the end of the trailer you see them all walking together in these new suits that a lot of people are theorizing are like quantum realm suits Mm -hmm. you see tony and nebula with them my tinfoil hat theory is that this is misdirection and those two ain't there Mm. I appreciate it because that's the thing about that trailer up until that last shot. It's almost like you said, it's the last one. They don't have to advertise this darn thing. It almost feels like a victory lap or just like, let's just bask in, in where we're at right now and, and not answer too many questions or reveal too much. Cause yeah, I seemingly, I like this feeling. It's like being next, you know, like you're the next person in line is, Oh man, I can't wait the build up. It's like, I could just sit here forever and like, I don't even need to see the film. I could just right. think about what it's going to be and how great it's going to be. So that's kind of how I felt when I was watching. It was just like, yeah, we've been, we've gone so far. I got, look, I'm the person that gets really choked up about all this goofy comic book shit. Uh, but I did it. Like it really hit me. It, it resonated with me emotionally because I've been watching these things in theaters now. Like a lot of people have for 11 years and now this iteration is is coming to a close and it was nice that we could look backwards before throwing a little a few hints a couple of clips of what the the final installment will look like and again it's a testament to the fact that like they don't have to do anything to sell this other than go hey remember that shit you liked here's some more that's it that's all they have <laughs> to fucking do um but i i'm basing this this tinfoil hat theory on yes their willingness to misdirect blatantly and brazenly but also i i want to say the russos at a certain point and or kevin feige said that because they know they don't have to sell this too hard anything you're seeing in the marketing largely comes from the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie i cannot imagine that tony and the avengers are back together in the first 15 20 minutes of the movie right i would not be shocked if like Tony and the rest of them don't end up back in the same place till the third act. Hmm. It's a testament to how deeply they plan all this stuff anyway. So then it's like, yeah, let's shoot this shot, little misdirection. And then, um, cause that's, you're advertising the film and I love knowing that, you know, okay, this is only the first act first 15 minutes. It's always a shame when you watch them like that's every action set piece in this whole darn thing. Right. Just hold something back, please. Yeah. 
And there was a theory when the second one came out that there's a, a, sh- a shot when everyone is in a field that there was an open space that, that there was someone missing that they had like photoshopped out. And so there's something that they're trying to like. The keep. second, wait, which, when? Second trailer? I don't uh, remember. Is it the one where they're outside the Avengers compound? Probably. And it was like they're looking up at something. It's like yeah. Steve and Natasha, I think. They see some, maybe a ship that's coming down or something. Yeah. That shot? I think so. Okay, I have to go back and look at that because I yeah. didn't catch that. Watch mm. it. Watch the internet. You didn't have your tinfoil head on tight enough. Yeah. So. Oh, I had to get it resized. Oh. I broke the strap. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> okay. my head got so big, it's full of all this knowledge, all this conspiracy shit. So I broke the band on my oh. tinfoil hat and I had to get it fixed. And there's a nice legitimate company that fixes those <laughs> yeah. things for you. <laughs> oh, come on. You you Google that shit. I guarantee you, you could find at least three sites that will sell you a tinfoil hat and that you could get like replaced, swapped out, fixed if you so chose. Tux Taylor and, uh, and tinfoil hats. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Okay. But anyway, so that's been my my conspiracy mongering over the Avengers marketing is is has been eaten up a certain amount of mental bandwidth for me yeah. this week. Um well, guys, what are you into? Um let us know on the Twitters um that is missing outcast m i s s i n g o u t c a s t. Um, we have a, a slight new segment uh, where it's the question of the week. Mm. Last week, we asked you guys, would you eat human flesh if it gave you superpowers? Um, and so 0% of you said, no, gross. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, 14% said, hell yeah. The overwhelming response was, maybe, what powers? <laughs> At 86%. That's, that's fair. Uh-huh. That's true. That's a fair yeah. question. <laughs> I demand more information. I mean, yes. no one asked. Uh, no one asked below, like, well, you know, here's my, here are my qualifications. It could be like a genie situation. Like, I, I come up and I'm like, yo, you get any powers you want. You just got to eat this human flesh. Um, so, <laughs> and it's coming from a coat, by the way. Yeah, was, of course. That, that was the visual cue. <laughs> We're in a seedy, seedy bar, a dark alley. It's like, yo, man, I got, I got yo, bags of meat. Just here. eat this meat. It's not good. You you want powers and no. Um, So did you make this even grosser? (laughs) (laughs) Those little Ziploc bags that say the powers on them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So keep an eye on our Twitter for the for these polls. If you want, also you can comment below, and we'll read those as well. Um, Brian, would you eat human meat if you had a chance to get some powers? I mean, we talked about this uh, at Christmas, actually, me and my, my family. No. Uh, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> this is not an age-old question for, for the Andries. Um, uh, maybe. Depends on what powers. Okay. Yeah. What one powers of my stipulations. Want? One of my stipulations would be on top of whatever powers I accrue, I forget that I ate human meat. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's the only power you get. <laughs> you get that you forgot. Yeah. I, I would fly around the city with my new superpowers, but I'm so depressed that I ate human flesh to get it that I just don't want to fly. It's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it to try. Oh. Morality play right there. Uh, so let us know. <laughs> um, also, let us know what you're into. Uh, let us know what you thought about the things that we uh, talked about. If, if you've already consumed them, uh, you can hit us up. Uh, also on the Missing Out hotline, that's 978 miss out uh but if you want to talk to us between then brian where can people find you 
You can find me on Instagram at B-A-N-D-R-I-E-S. Bandries. Nice. Lex Michael? On Twitter and Instagram at TheLexMichael. And you can find me at TariJ, T-E-R-I-J-A-Y, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be joined by Brian. He brought in Sunshine, the 2007 film directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland. Um, it's a star-studded event. Uh, I pun completely intended. Uh, <laughs> he made uh, it bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so make sure to tune in uh, and then we will see you tomorrow bye bye I'm I'm Lex boy (laughs) bye see you later hey it's me Brian I'll see you guys later wow I sound great thanks for having me yes (laughs) thanks for listening to the podcast (laughs) thanks (laughs) thanks come back next time missing out Monday oh (laughs) Lex is a rocket oh no